0: All right, it's good to be in God's house tonight, amen? amen. Let's see. I don't know about anybody else been busy, but a good kind of busy. The Lord's blessed and he's given us a wonderful, wonderful number of young people this evening. it be interesting to see whether or not we finally did break the 50 mark. I think there's a good chance of it, all right? So praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you will, to 358. Uh, 358 in your redback hymnals. Won't it be wonderful there? I'm looking forward to going to heaven, aren't you? Joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? Walking and talking with Christ the supernal. One, won't it be wonderful there? Praising, adoring the matchless eternal. One, won't it be wonderful there? Will never be sweeping us Won't it be wonderful there Sure that forever the Lord will be keeping us Won't it be wonderful there Be wonderful there Having no burdens to bear Joyously singing with heart all ringing go. be wonderful there i believe that tonight i believe it's going to be wonderful amen and you say preacher what's going to make heaven so wonderful well the fact that jesus is going to be there if it wasn't for christ i don't know if i'd even want to go to heaven but the fact that christ is going to be there uh that's going to make uh Having a wonderful place to be. Praise God. Turn to 365. Uh, 365 uh, at the bottom of the page. No, not one. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. How many of you tonight would say that there's no? you've never met a friend like Jesus? Amen? Praise God. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. None else could heal all our souls, D.C. says. No, not one. there's not a friend like the lowly jesus no not one no not one no friend like him is so high and how many of you believe that tonight Him I no not one and yet no friend is so meek and lonely no not one No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. On the third now. There's not an hour that he is not near us not one no not one no night so dark but his love can cheer us no not one no not one jesus knows all about our struggles he will guide till the day is done there's not a friend like the lowly jesus not one no not one on the fourth now did ever saint find this friend forsake him no not one no not one or sinner find that he would not take him no not one no not one Jesus knows all about our Struggles, he will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the Lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. And the last now was there a gift like the Savior give but no not one, no not one will he refuse us a home in heaven no not one. no not what jesus knows all about our struggles he will guide till the day is done there's not a friend like the lowly jesus no not one no I love that old song tonight, don't you? Amen. Will he refuse us a home in heaven? No, he won't do that. Amen. Bible says that if man comes to him, he will no wise cast out. And I'm thankful that the Lord is in the receiving business, aren't you? As we preached this uh, past Sunday night on the fact that the ground is level at the foot of the cross, and I sure did enjoy uh, that, uh, that service, man, we had a service in here Sunday night and the Lord just showed up and, and, uh, that's the kind of services I like, the ones where God just shows up and didn't know if I was going to get to preach or not, but we did. And, uh, what a blessing that that was. So, amen. Appreciate your presence this evening. Uh, let's see is tomorrow is the last day of March. Is that right? We've got one more, one more day. One more day. Amen. And, uh, it doesn't seem possible that March uh, uh, that March is almost over and April is coming in, and uh, I don't know it's it's not officially spring yet. Correct? Yes. It is. Okay, so we are in, we are officially in spring. Spring has sprung. I can't keep up with it. Anthony's birthday. Anthony's birthday. All right. Well. Billy's birthday. Wow. So you notice it's the guys, right? Amen. Uh, that's something's good is happening in spring. Amen. Now, if it was the women, it'd be the other way around. Amen. Going from the fall into the winter. Okay. I got you. Praise God. But I appreciate you being here. And uh, again, uh, we've got a, you need to pray for them downstairs because and I don't know for sure, but I really think we've got a good, good chance of pushing over that 50 mark tonight. Um, You just never know, what was it Forrest Gump said, uh, life's like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. So uh, a few weeks, last couple of weeks, we'd made some adjustments on the route, and I'd had the other van coming over to my side where I drive and, and helping, you know, maybe to take some of the load off because we'd had such high numbers on my side. But the last couple of weeks, we'd been a little bit lower on my side. So I told Lyle, I said, just kind of stay where you're at. And I said, and and I'll take care of, you know, think I can handle it. Well, it became uh, evident very early tonight that uh, we were going to have a big number on my side. So I called Lyle, and, and uh, he compensated. And uh, I'd say just between our two vans, we had in between 35 and 40 kids that uh, came. So... To God be the glory for that, amen? Uh, we're not bragging on ourselves, we're bragging on Jesus. As God just continues to bless our church, and I told uh, Wayne on the way over, I said, I just really believe God's getting ready to give us a big ba- breakthrough here at the church. Uh, amen? And, um, uh, boy, we sure do need it. Uh, I, you know, uh, again, not for ourselves, but our community needs, needs it. Amen? People need the Lord. People need Jesus. And Jesus is the only uh, solution for the problems that they face, and I'm thankful that God's put this uh, little brick church here uh, on the corner of uh, Buckingham and Pinto Road to, to be a light in a world of darkness, amen, we got to keep letting our light shine, amen, uh, that they may see our good works and glorify uh, our Father, amen, which is in heaven, so just continue to remember our church. Just by way of announcement do remember the building fund offering that we'll receive tonight of course we did receive the large uh, donation uh, last week on the building fund and uh, puts us within a uh, around uh, I'd say in between twenty five hundred dollars three thousand dollars of having the building fund paid off and what a wonderful thing that is really nothing short of a miracle to see what God has done there so praise the Lord for that do remember that we're going to have a guest speaker this upcoming Sunday morning. I'm excited about Robbie Mullinax, missionary to China, being with us Sunday morning, April the 3rd. And if you've never heard Brother Mullinax, you're in for a treat. Uh, it's been a few years since he's been with us, but uh, he's a dear friend of mine. Love him dearly, and he's always uh, been a blessing to our church. So you uh, make preparations to attend that special service. Um I was so excited about our missions offerings this month as uh, I was a little nervous actually uh, going into Sunday because uh, we were substantially, we still had a long way to go to meet our quota uh, uh, as far as our goal for the month in missionary offerings, but praise God when the, when the uh, day was over on Sunday we were up over $1,200 in monthly missions offerings for the month of March and that's just wonderful. Amen. You keep giving, and we're going to add some more missionaries. We're going to continue to, to uh, and, and I do believe that as we support the ministry of missions, I believe God will continue uh, to, to put his hand of favor upon our church because of it. Amen. Thankful for the ministry of missions. Did anybody get a chance to watch the TV broadcast today? Nobody saw that. I didn't either. I wanted to. I was out here at the church doing some work, uh, so I didn't get to see it, but uh, amen. I do remember that Wednesday Every Wednesday afternoon, two 2.30 p.m., Channel 18, Comcast uh, Television. Remember that. And pray, um, I'm, we're, we are very close to having our website uh, ready to go. Uh, I've been working on that for several months now, just as I've been able to. And, um, you know, we're not totally finished, but I pretty much turned everything over to, to our tech guy, Kyle, at Millennium Computers. And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, uh, our, our website, church website, will be up and running. So then you'll be able to go on there and give me some uh, some friendly advice on how we can make it better. But uh, uh, never designed a website before, but you got to start somewhere, amen? And uh, I think this will be a big tool to, to help our church, so praise God for that. Just by way of prayer request... Uh, this, this evening, we had a bunch uh, on Sunday that we that we uh, need to remember in prayer. Continue to remember Gary Gridley. I talked to Gary and Francis this week as Gary's still struggling, um, and uh, we sure do miss them not being able to, to be with us. So remember Gary uh, in prayer. Continue to remember Nancy Chapman. Continue to remember um, uh, LV and Shirley Neese. Pray for Bob uh, Price. Uh, Remember Bob and Pat, they need our prayers. Remember Robert Price, as Robert got a good report this week, so praise God for that. Uh, Amen. Continue to remember uh, Rita Knight recovering from surgery. How's Anthony doing, Joanne? Amen. Remember uh, uh, Anthony in prayer. We love him, and we sure do miss him when he's not here. Pray for Randy Turner as uh, Randy uh, is traveling to Kentucky, and he especially wanted us to remember him and his family in prayer. Continue to remember the Clinton Harrison family. Um, uh, again, continue to remember uh, 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 Brother David Harrison, Pastor up in uh, Amen um, Piney Flats. Remember him in prayer, his health as he recovers from surgery. Trey Youngblood, uh, the Elaine Ball family. Continue to remember Kim Cannon. Appreciate all the prayers that that went out for Kim as she's she actually went back to work today, but uh, she's been dealing with. Um, Some stomach issues, and and, uh, uh, actually they diagnosed her with colitis. So remember Kim in prayer. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so remember Kim in prayer. She needs our prayers, but she is doing some better. Uh, Let's see. Uh, A few others. Lula Cutchall, the T.A. Hamilton family. Remember Miss Peggy Bryson. I talked to Peggy uh, this week, and we need to remember her. Uh, and her family in prayer as they've been struggling. So remember them in prayer. Uh, uh, let's see, the situation in Ukraine, we don't need to forget that. Pray for Brother Josh as he's preaching revival meeting this week, him and Brian Brown at uh, Lower Lighthouse Church out on Bishop Loop, close to where Cheryl Filing lives. Uh, remember, uh, Brother Josh and Brian, I was I was able to go to that service last night, and Josh did a phenomenal job preaching. So continue to remember um uh, them in prayer. The Ralph Stanton family. Uh, let's see. Remember uh, uh, little Callie uh, in prayer. Is she doing any better? Yeah. Amen. Praise God. As she's been sick. Remember her. Remember Janet Shelton. Um, uh, remember Linda Morlock, uh, Anthony Morlock's mother, as she's had a stroke. Remember uh, Boyce Whitaker. Um, remember my Aunt Lisa Tomlinson. Remember her in prayer. And I'm sure you've got some that you'd like to add tonight. Oh my! Yeah, I remember the fire in Gatlinburg. The a of our local fire in in Amen. Yes. Amen. That's that's so true. We don't ever need to forget our first responders, uh, regardless of whether it's police, fire. Um, amen um, uh, regardless of what it is we take so many things for granted people who who work overtime to keep us safe and we just um, we we don't realize uh, just how important those people people are amen somebody else has seen it right, Tamara. Amen. Amen. Well, that's a pretty long list, but I've got news for you tonight. We serve a very big God. Amen. Amen. And he's able to meet every need that we have. We'll say a little bit about that, Lord willing, tonight in the message. But uh, amen. I appreciate you, Tamara. and appreciate your zeal for the Lord. Amen. Amen. I uh, Remember a coworker of Bruce's uh going through some issues, remember Chris, and then remember Paul Bowles in prayer. Somebody else tonight? Also my close friend Kaylin Early, she asked me um to send out prayers for her. She has scoliosis and she has thyroid cancer. She's asking for prayers. Say Caitlin. Caitlin Early Kaylin Early in prayer. Tell you what, church, when somebody asks us to pray for them, we need to, we need to do that. Amen? Scott, do you have one? Okay. Other unspoken requests tonight? Amen. Lost loved ones we need to remember in prayer? Amen. Appreciate souls that have been saved here recently at United, but let's just pray that, uh, that more would get in. The time's running out, church. Hope you know that. Amen. 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 That's right, Sam. Amen. Amen. That's good, Dolores. That's right. Amen. Remember uh, Miss Dolores' daughter Tiffany, and we've been praying for her now for some time, but let's just pray that God get, God would help her as she needs the help uh, in her life. I'm, I'm thankful that we, uh, we can look under the heels from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from God. Amen? Thank God for that. Somebody else this evening? That's the Elma Davis family, right? <laughs> and that's in uh, New Mexico? Yeah. That's, um, I guess that would be your niece, is that right? Okay. And Elma's cousin, the Elma Davis family. Any others? We'll gather around the altar. We'll bring these requests for the Lord. If you want to join us, you can do so. If not, pray there in your seats, please. Pray for our teachers tonight. And kids. place. Thank you, dear Father, Lord, just for uh, another day you give to us to serve you, to live for you, and God, it sure has been a busy day, but Father, it's been a good day, and Lord, you've uh, been faithful to us, and Lord, we just appreciate the things, Lord, that uh, you've allowed us to accomplish, and, and Lord, especially God, being able to bring all these uh, children, uh, Lord, uh, to church tonight, Father, it's just lifted up our spirits, Lord, and reminded us God, of the uh, value of what we're doing, and, Lord, uh, God, the special blessing, Lord, we believe uh, that you uh, have put upon our church, God, just to uh, conduct this uh, youth ministry, and, and God, Lord, continue to use us to reach young people for thee, and, Lord, just to train up another generation uh, of young people that they might set their hope in you, and, Lord, I pray you'd give us wisdom, Lord, to know it, just... Uh, How to go about doing that, Father, Lord, thank you, God, for everyone that's here tonight, God, that they might learn something that would point them towards, uh, Lord, a Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you bless the service upstairs, and Lord, help me tonight to share your truth, Lord, with, with your people. Father, as it's been given to me, and Lord, I pray, God, that, Lord, your hand might continue to be upon our church, Lord, I pray for all these prayer requests tonight, Lord, that have been mentioned. Pray for Gary Gridley. Pray, Lord, that you'd bless uh, Nancy Chapman. I pray, Father, for uh, uh, Lord Shirley Neese and LV and the Prices. Lord, bless them. I pray, Father, that you'd bless uh, uh, Rita Knight. Bless uh, uh, Anthony tonight. Bless Randy Turner. Uh, Lord, I pray for the Harrisons, Lord. Uh, Father, I pray for uh, Trey Youngblood. I pray, Father, that you bless... Uh, the Elaine Ball family bless Miss Kim tonight. Uh, Lord, I pray, Father, that you bless her. I pray, uh, God, that you bless uh, Miss Conchita. Lord, I pray, Father, that you bless uh, Miss Lula Kutchall. Lord, I pray for uh, Peggy Bryson. I-, I pray for the Elma Davis family as they'll be having those services. God, Lord, I pray you comfort. Pray for Brother Josh tonight as he preaches the revival meeting. God, Lord, I pray. Lord, that uh, the service might be what you'd have it to be, dear Father. is my prayer. Pray for the Ralph Stanton family. Pray, Father, for um, Jeanette Shelton. Pray for um, uh, Lord Linda Moorlock and her health. I pray for Boy Whitaker. I pray for Kelly. Thank you, Lord, that she's feeling some better. Pray for Lisa, Lord. I pray for the fire victims in Gatlinburg. Uh, Lord, I pray, God, uh, for Tamara, Lord, and all the requests that she mentioned for her family. Bless Michael. Lord, bless uh, James Henry Davis tonight, Lord, and uh, God, Lord, I pray, Father, for this co-worker of Bruce and Chris and, uh, Lord, uh, Paul Bowles, Lord, I pray for Kaylin Early, Lord, tonight. Bless her health. I pray for these special unspoken requests, Lord, that Scott mentioned and others tonight. I pray for Tiffany Powers. Bless her, Lord, uh, tonight. And, uh, Lord, we're just so thankful, God, that your shoulders never get too heavy, uh, Lord, or, or, or tired, God, to, ter- to carry the heavy load of our burdens, and God, be with us during the remainder of the service, and we're going to praise you for who you are and what you do, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name good, Amen. 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 All right, we'll have a couple of ushers come forward. Thank you, Jake. I will forget. This is our Wednesday night building fund offering, and Jake, you lead us in prayer, brother. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you again and thank you for allowing us to be here. And I pray uh, that you bless this offering and allow us to pay off that building fund so we can put the funds towards something else and something greater. Yes, in Lord. Name I pray. Amen. 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 It's good. All right turn with me if you will to Jeremiah Jeremiah chapter 15 Jeremiah chapter number 15 as uh, we took a break from our study last week and had the young people up here and we were able to preach to them. and Praise God, we had a couple that made a profession of faith in Jesus Christ. And I've got two Bibles up here for them tonight. And we're going to get take those and get their names put on them. Amen. So they'll never forget what uh, the decision that they made to uh, give their hearts and lives to Christ. Amen. Praise God. Amen, Jake. Praise God. God forbid that we'd ever forget what the Lord's done for us. Amen. All right. Um, let's see. We'll begin reading. Let's just read these verses this evening. Uh, you don't have to stand because of the length of the chapter. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 1, Then said the Lord unto me, Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, yet my mind could not be towards this people. Cast them out of my side, and let them go forth, and it shall come to pass if they say unto thee, Whither shall we go forth? Then thou shalt tell them, Thus saith the Lord, such as are for death to death, and such as are for the sword to the sword, such as are for the famine to the famine, and such as are for the captivity to the captivity. And I will appoint over them four kinds, saith the Lord, the sword to slay, and the dogs to tear, the fowls of the heaven, and the beast of the earth to devour and destroy, and I will cause them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for that which he did in Jerusalem. For who shall have pity upon thee, O Jerusalem, or who shall bemoan thee, or who shall go aside to ask how thou doest? Thou hast forsaken me, saith the Lord, thou art gone backward. Therefore will I stretch out my hand against thee and destroy thee. I am weary with repenting, and I will fan them with a fan in the gates of the land. I will bereave them of children. I will destroy my people, since they return not from their ways. Their widows are increased to me above the sand of the seas. I have brought upon them against the mother of the young men a spoiler at noonday. I have caused them to fall upon it suddenly, in terrors upon the city. She hath borne seven languages. She... Um, Hath given up the ghost, her son is gone down while it was yet day. She hath been ashamed and confounded. And the residue of them will I deliver to the sword before their enemies, saith the Lord. Woe is me, my mother, that thou hast borne me a man of strife and a man of contention to the whole earth. I have neither lent on usury nor men have lent to me on usury. Yet every one of them doth curse me. The Lord said, Verily it shall be well with thy remnant. Verily I will cause the enemy to entreat thee well in the time of evil and in the time of affliction. Shall iron break the northern iron and the steel? Thy substance and thy treasures will I give to the spoil without price. And that for all thy sins, even in all thy borders, and I will make thee to pass with thine enemies into a land which thou knowest not, for a fire is kindled in my anger which shall burn upon you. O Lord, thou knowest, remember me, and visit me, and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in the long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sat alone. alone Because of thy hand, for thou hast filled me with indignation. Why is my pain perpetual, and my wound incurable, which refuseth to be healed? Wilt thou be altogether unto me as a liar, and as waters that fail? Therefore, thus saith the Lord, if thou return, then will I bring thee again, and thou shalt stand before me. And if thou take forth the precious from the vile, thou shalt be as as my mouth. Let them return unto thee. But return not thou unto them, and I will make thee unto this people a fenced brazen wall. And they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee. For I like this, for I am with thee to save thee and to deliver thee. Aren't you thankful for that? Saith the Lord, and I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked, and will redeem thee out of the hand of the terrible. We'll continue our thoughts tonight regarding... Uh, The idea of the incurable wound. Father in heaven, I love you. I thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, just for giving us a good night this evening. Lord, just a a wonderful number of young people. And Lord, I just pray, Father, that you'd bless them downstairs, God. uh, Lord, that we might point each and every one of these children towards that name that's above every name, the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, use us this evening as we preach your word. I pray your blessings would be upon the reading of thy word, but also upon the delivery of it. And God, I pray that it might, we might find it, Lord, as, um, Lord, as food uh, under our bellies, God. And Lord, uh, water unto our parched lips. And God, Lord, uh, I pray that we'd receive your word and submit our lives to it. God, help us, Lord, not to be forgetful Here's uh, but faithful doers of the word of God. Honor your word, exalt your son by way of your humble servant. We'll praise you for who you are, what you do. In Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. Um, so I, I really want us to, to get into this kind of the second portion of this study, and especially just the limited time that we have. If we don't be careful, we'll get bogged down and, and not uh, cover any territory. But... Um, so much of the first portion of chapter number 15 deals with uh, the judgment that was getting ready to fall or in the process of falling on Judah and uh, Jerusalem uh, because of the sins of the people and specifically because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, uh, again, which the Bible says, for that which he did in Jerusalem. Verse number 4 and we talked about, nationally speaking, how that righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people, Proverbs fourteen thirty four, Proverbs 29, 2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. And, uh, and it doesn't matter what entity it is, everything always rises and falls with leadership. Uh, amen, whether it be in government, whether it be on the job, whether it be in the church setting, uh, amen, uh, the devil knows that if he can take the head off, that he's got the entire body, amen, so we need to pray for our leaders, and 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 you know, sometimes bad leadership is a form of judgment, you know, the Lord is the one that, that, uh, that puts uh, rulers and leaders into certain positions, and uh, amen, when we have... Good leadership, that's, a, that's a, a sign of God's blessing. But when we have bad leadership, that is an evidence sometimes, uh, not always, but sometimes it's, a, it's an indication of judgment. And certainly Manasseh was sort of the last straw, so to speak, for Judah. Again, uh, Hezekiah had did his best uh, to institute revival. One of the greatest revivals uh, that has ever occurred took place in under the reign of Hezekiah. But then Manasseh came along, uh, uh, who, again, Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, uh, just takes one apple to spoil the whole bunch, praise God. And he pretty much undid everything that his father had done and took uh, Judah to uh, a level of degradation and deprivation they had never seen before. And then Josiah, uh, again, was uh, came along and Josiah made a, an attempt to reverse the course but by that time it was pretty much too late so so much of this again we're talking about a fourfold judgment that fall upon the land first was uh uh, amen was a plague all right that was the first form of judgment a fourfold judgment that came upon judah as a result of their sin the first was a plague amen y'all help me preach tonight the second was a famine And I hope you do realize, and again, we've got to understand that as far as the interpretation of the text is concerned, that that this is directed towards Judah, uh, to the nation of Israel. That's the interpretation, but listen, we serve a God that has not changed. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever, so I think we can study these passages and we can see so many similarities towards the condition that existed in Judah in Jeremiah's day and what's taking place in our world today as it relates to America. Because if God would treat Israel, if God, and again, in the very first part of this chapter, you know, uh, uh, you know, God had some very stern words. Verse number one, though Moses and Samuel stood before me, they had a heritage, amen. They had godly forefathers uh, who had paid the way Who'd blaze the trail to bring them to the point that they were at at that moment? But yet, the Lord said, "My mind could not be towards them, towards you, in spite of your heritage. Uh, you'd been living on credit for so long. You were living in cities that you didn't build." Amen. Uh, the 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 life that we enjoy currently in America, we're not the ones that 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 uh, that. Uh, that put forth the work and the effort and the, bl- the blood, the sweat and the tears to enjoy the, l- the life that we have? Our forefathers did. And we've been living on credit for a long time and I'm afraid that our credit's in the process of running out. Amen? And he said, uh, he said I, in spite of your heritage... In spite of your forefathers, yet my mind could not be towards this people. And then the Lord makes just an incredible statement. And it's hard for us, especially in this positive, you know, this day of positivity, amen, uh, to where we view God as, as some candy, uh, cotton candy being, amen, genie and magic lamp that's just there to give us everything we want. But here's what he said at the end of verse 1, "'Cast them out of my sight and let them go forth.'" They make me so sick that I don't even want to look at them. Now again, it's hard for us to comprehend, but God's talking to His chosen people. And we see, so again, we're talking about just, you know, Judah was in a bad state. And in fact, which goes right back to the title of the chapter, The Incurable Wound. And look with me uh, here towards the the end of the chapter Verse number eighteen, chapter fifteen, verse eighteen. Why is my pain perpetual, and my wound incurable, which refuseth to be healed? Wilt thou be altogether unto me as a lion in waters? I, I mean the wound that existed in Judah at this time. There had been an opportunity for healing. Amen. And listen, the time to treat an open wound is when you fir- when it when you fir- when it first exists and you first see it. And the more you let it fester, and the longer, uh, amen, that you refuse to treat it, and you ignore it, and it just lingers, the worse that wound gets. And before you know it, it's, it's, it's become infected. Uh, amen. You better treat the wound. And again, whether it be individually in our lives, uh, you're, you know, in a church or a nation, the wound is sin, amen. Uh, and a little leaven, all it takes is just a little bit of leaven to leaven the whole lump. Amen. So when God puts His finger on a, a wound of sin in our lives, we better not let it linger or fester, but we need to remove it immediately. Amen. And in America for so long, the wound has been festering. We've been ignoring it. And it's become, it has grown worse and worse. The tumor of sin in America has worsened and, and, and has developed an infection. And And there comes a point in time when we refuse to acknowledge the wound, that the wound becomes incurable. And there's nothing that can be done for those people. Now, that's the state of Judah. That's where Jeremiah was at, to where nationally there was nothing that could be done for those people. Their wound was literally incurable. That being said, what about the individuals themselves? What about the godly remnant? What about the Jeremiah's? What about the Isaiah's? What about the Elijah's? What about the, day, the David's? What about the few, the minorities? Amen, that in spite of the fact that the nation as a whole had turned away from God, what about those who had chosen to be faithful? What would their end be? That's where I want us to focus for just a little while tonight. Can I say to you that regardless of whether or not there is or isn't, and I'm not God, so I, I can't say whether or not there's hope for America. Uh, there's still hope for the people of God. Amen. Uh, don't you ever let the uh, the news headlines and all the darkness and the dreariness and, uh, amen, all the bad news that you see going on. And don't you ever allow the hopeless condition of this world to rob you of your hope and your help. And as we've been preaching uh, over the last few weeks, as, hey, listen, as long as you've got help, you've got hope. And because we have help, I can look under the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from God. Because I've got a helper that is stronger than anything the enemy may try to do against me. Amen. Because I always have help, I should always have hope. You know, if the devil can get you into a state of hopelessness, you're defeated. If the devil can rob you of your hope, You are of no value as far as God's work is concerned. The work of God must be done with hope. Amen. We must have hope. Whether it be in our preaching, whether it be in our teaching, whether it be in our efforts to pick these kids up each and every week and bring them to church for an hour. Listen, we've got to do so with an attitude of hope, believing, amen, that God's going to take our work and our efforts and and do something with it. And if we're not careful in this in this dark world we're living in will allow the hopelessness of the world to rob us, the church of the living God, of our hope. You say, Preacher, why do, why do we have hope? Because we serve the God of hope. He's the God of all hope. And because uh, of who He is, we still have hope. So let's focus on that. Y'all get me to preaching and I don't get anything accomplished. Hallelujah. I'm blaming it all on y'all. Amen. Let me uh, me point this one thing out to you. Verse number 7, I will destroy my people since they return not from their ways. When does a wound become incurable? Whether it be in your life or in a nation, when does your wound go from being treatable to terminal? Well, the answer is given at the end of the verse, since they return not from their ways. Do you know what causes a spiritual wound to go from being treatable to terminal? A a refusal to repent. Amen. Now, if you remember a few weeks ago, and I'm not going to read these verses for time's sake, but we preached on Amos chapter 4, and I believe Sam even went over and read in chapter 5. Amen. Isn't that right, brother? Amen. But in chapter 4 of Amos, again, prepare to meet thy God. God's people need to prepare. Now is the time to prepare and get ready to meet the Lord. But in Amos chapter 4, five separate times as the Lord, uh, and again all this works together and fits hand in hand like a glove, the, the various kinds of judgment that God had tried His best to use to get His people's attention. And again it goes back to the two ways, the two methods God uses to bring His people to a place of repentance. First of all, goodness. Amen. The goodness of God leadeth you to repentance. When we think about how good God's been to us, that ought to be all we need. When God shows that wound and reveals that sore and that cancer that is highly offensive into His high and holy name, when we consider the reality of our sin in light of His goodness, that ought to be all the motive we need. To bring our hearts back to a place of repentance. Why? Because God's been good to you. Amen. And in spite of your troubles, your trials, your problems, your hardships. Amen. You've got a better life than what you deserve to have. And you ought to use the blessings and the the, the favor and the goodness of God in your life to motivate you to a place of repentance. But when that doesn't work, godly sorrow works repentance. First thing God tries to do is use the blessings and the goodness of God. But when that doesn't work, then He starts uh, chastening us like a father does his son. Amen? Amen? He begins to, to allow judgment to fall to try to wake us up and get our attention. And friend, when God begins to discipline your life, and when He has revealed that wound and that sore and that sickness, and when He's shown you those areas... A- a- amen and all of a sudden you begin to face some things amen that in your mind you're saying oh this could be a form of judgment or chastisement in my life because I have refused to repent of my sin brother you better <laughs> that's the time to act amen uh, amen and if you are a child of God I, I believe we'll respond we'll respond to chastisement but if we don't Five times in Amos chapter 4, the Bible says, Yet have ye not returned unto me. Yet have ye not returned unto me. I've sent the famine, I've sent the plague, I've sent the sword, uh, I've sent the captivity, yet you still refuse to repent. Well, at some point in time in that process, the wound goes from being treatable to terminal. It's an incurable wound because nothing will bring people to a place of repentance. You know, if you really want to see it or to notice the true state of a society, see how they respond to tragedy and calamity. When bad things happen, when ca- calamity and catastrophe happens, you know what is the how? Do, how do people react to that? That'll give you a good indication of where they're at spiritually. Because cal- calamity and catastrophe catastrophe will do one of two things. It'll either draw you to God or push you away from Him. That's good preaching. You remember 9 What happened? For a little while, not very long, God's people were drawn, or people as a whole were drawn towards God. Amen. It, it motivated people to return to the Lord because they realized and they recognized this could be God trying to wake us up and get our attention. Of course, it didn't last long. Before long, they was back doing worse than what they ever did. But now look where we're at. Uh, And again, I mean, people's given me the devil over even thinking that COVID could be a form of judgment. How dare you, preacher, for saying such a thing? Our loving God and our little, uh, amen, uh, cotton candy God would never do such a thing. You know, and it's just continued. Now we've got the Ukraine conflict and, uh, amen, inflation. You know, we, you know what we ought to be thinking? I've been thinking this week of just how good God's been to United Baptist Church. And it ain't all about money and finances, and God forbid that we'd ever get to that place, but you can look at the financial condition, uh, you know, to a certain extent now, y'all be careful, I do not take this too far. But that's a sign of blessings and favor and goodness. Amen? And when you look at United Baptist Church and, amen, how that we, God, God sustained us through the COVID pandemic. God prospered us. God blessed us. And now, whereas a lot of churches are struggling mightily just to keep the doors open. And I ain't bragging. No, I ain't bragging on this, this preacher. I ain't bragging on you. I'm bragging on my Jesus. <laughs> it's what He's done for us. Not only has He kept the doors open, but He's prospered us. He's blessed us financially. Amen. To where, amen, in two short years after we... Uh, entered into a building program, but at the time we questioned, is it really the right thing to do? <laughs> now she's two thousand dollars away from being paid off. What a mighty God we serve! And God forbid that we wouldn't praise the Lord for that and give Him glory for it. Not only that, but He's brought our He's He's in the process of bringing our missions program to higher heights than it's ever been before. Amen. I'm just saying our circumstances in the darkness does not have to affect the favor and the blessings of God on His people. We don't have to quit just because the world's falling apart. God can still use this church if we will be faithful, if we will yield and lend ourselves to Him. He'll do more for us during the darkness than He would during the daytime. Just to, That's exactly right, Sam. Now you think about this. What if we had awaited Uh, and and hadn't have followed through with the building program when we did and waited to now. I talked with Brother Randy Rice this week, the fellow that that was over that, and he said you would be looking at at least double. In other words, ain't no way we could have done it now. See, God knew that not now, but then was the time for us to move forward. We moved forward. Hey, you know, we wouldn't have moved forward if we'd have known... COVID, the pandemic, would with. But God sustained us through that. Amen. He provided through us for us through the unknowns and I got news for you honey we don't know what lays ahead down the road but I'm telling you we serve a God that's able to do for us what he's always been able to do if he could do it then he can do it now if he was our provider back then he'll be our provider in the future if he He sustained us through COVID amen he can sustain us amen uh, through inflation amen or whatever may lay around the men why because not of anything about us it's just who he Yes, and it's the kind of God we serve. Oh, I feel like preaching on Sunday night. Y'all don't let me get nowhere. You know, uh, Jeremiah, he was, man, he was feeling sorry for himself in the second part of this. Verse number 10, look with me at this, disposition. Here's the, and this was a great man of God, Okay. In fact, this is one of the greatest men of God who ever lived. Ain't too many men that stood like Jeremiah stood. But look at, look at the attitude. We think of these guys as if they, you know, they were up here and we're down here. No, my friend, they struggled the same way we do. Verse number 10, Woe is me, my mother, that thou hast borne me a man of strife and a man of contention to the whole earth. I have neither lent or on usury, nor men have lent to me on usury, yet every one of them doth curse me. He's having a pity party here, isn't he? He was in a place of despondency and despair. He felt as if everybody was against him, and everyone viewed him as a troublemaker. He didn't owe anybody anything, and nobody was indebted to him, but he was hated for the stand he took and the message he preached. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hallelujah. Elijah, I'm the only one. Moses, look at this stubborn and stiff-necked people. David, no man cares for my soul. Paul, all men forsook me. Doing God's work can be a lonely and an unpopular place. Manipulation, verse 11. The Lord said, listen to this. God said, I hear you, Jeremiah, but can I just tell you something? The Lord said, verily it shall be well. How many of you believe tonight that in spite of it all, it's going to be okay? (laughs) It has been well. It is well. And it will continue to be well. But not just for us. It shall be well with who? Thy remnant. (laughs) Verily I will cause the enemy to entreat thee well in the time of evil and the time of affliction. You know, in spite of it all, Jeremiah, yeah, the world may be against you. You may have more enemies now than you ever have had, but he said, I'm going to cause your enemy to treat you well in the time of evil and and even in the midst of your affliction. And he said, I'm going to make sure that not only is it well with you, but it's well with your remnant. (laughs) Think about uh, Bill Gaither's song, Because He Lives. The second verse so that hymn says, How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the life and joy it brings. Y'all listening tonight? But greater still, the calm assurance this child can face uncertain days because he lives. Now that may not mean nothing to you, but, but as a daddy, that really means, that, that hits home in my life knowing what it is to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy that child gives. But yet, where would we be today if we didn't have Jesus? But greater still, the calm assurance knowing that child can face uncertain days, not because of who Daddy is, but who Big Daddy is. <laughs> Amen? God promised that in spite of it all, and Jeremiah was facing days that were as dark if not darker than the one we are. I'm afraid it might be getting about as dark. But yet he said, listen, not only am I, is it going to be okay for you, but it's going to be okay for your remnant as well. Friends, God can take care of our children. Not only is he our hope, but he's their hope as well. And not only is he our help, but he's their help as well. If we'll just stay faithful to God, not only will it be okay for us, it'll be okay for them as well. Somebody needed to hear that tonight. Hallelujah. Da-da-da. It's going down. I don't have time to cover all this. There's a petition, verse number 15. O oh Lord, thou knowest, remember me and visit me and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I you say, preacher, what's he doing? He's just doing what we need to do. He's calling out to God. Amen. And instead of woe is me, and I'm such a, you know, having a pity part over himself, he goes to the Lord in prayer. And what that's what we should do as well. But not only does He pray in the midst of trouble, but verse 16, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And Thy word was unto me, the joy and rejoicing of my. Do you know, uh, there's some things that we need that only God can do for us. But there's other things that we need that if we don't get, we have nobody else but ourselves to blame. There's things you can do to help yourself through these perilous times we're living in to keep yourself, amen, from developing the attitude of despondency and discouragement that, amen, uh, Jeremiah had in these verses. That is, he prayed, but he also made sure that he nourished himself daily on the truths of God's Word. And as he studied the Word of God, he was reminded of something at the end of verse 16, for I am called by thy name. (laughs) Aren't you thankful tonight that you're called... By the Lord. You know what? You, if you're saved, you belong to God. You are His property. You've been bought with a price. And it is the responsibility of God, come hell or high water, to make sure that you are taken care of because you're one of His young ones Amen. Here's what He was supposed to do. Separate. Verse 17, I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sit alone because of thine hand, for thou hast filled me with indignation. We need to make sure that there's no confusion about which side we're on. Amen? Why? Because the world's side's headed for judgment. God's side is headed for satisfaction. I don't want to be like Lot and be caught in the world when the fire falls. I want to make sure that I'm... Like Abraham, and I'm I'm content, well, and by myself, if necessary, doing the right thing, standing for truth. Amen. When the fire falls on the world, condition which why is my pain perpetual? Again, that's kind of the the theme of the chapter. Accusation. <laughs> Again, this is just showing the humanity of Jeremiah, verse eighteen. Will thou be altogether unto me as a liar? You know, it's almost like he's making accusations against God, and this is not the only time he does this. And I would not advise you to do it, because I I think maybe Jeremiah had a little bit more credit credit built up with God than we do. It's 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 not an advisable thing to make accusations against God, but again, it just shows the humanity of Jeremiah, one of the greatest men who ever lived, yet he didn't always agree with everything God did. But yet, God's still God. And who is the creature to reply to the Creator, Why have you done this? Amen. Verse 19, Let them return unto thee, but return not unto them. You know, here is just an emphasis upon taking a stand. Don't make compromise with the world. Do you know the more you give, the more the world, the more we give into the world, the more they'll take from us? And you see, it's, we see this playing out in our world today, in our nation. Because in and, and some of our liberal religious colleges, it's been taught that, Amen. You know this idea of separation of church and state—that we need to be respectful, uh, Amen—to those who don't believe in God, and we don't need to have prayer in school, and we need to because we don't want to offend them, Amen, and we don't want to intrude on their rights. But you see, what happens is when we do that, the more we give them, the more they take from us. I mean, they're going to cry all day long, don't offend me, but then they don't give a rip whether or not they offend you or not. Amen. They're going to shove their LGBT agenda uh, down your kid's throat. Amen. They're going to They're going to intentionally put books in the library that are perverted and out of the pits of hell, but yet they won't let a Bible darken the doors of a public school. Amen. The more we give them, the more they're going to take from us. The best thing you can do is take a stand for what's right and leave the results in God's hand. Verse 20 and 21. Affirmation. I will make thee unto this people a fence city, a fence, brazen wall, and they shall fight against thee. The world's going to fight against you, especially the, 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 the stronger you stand. But here's the promise. They're going to fight against you But they're not going to prevail against you. Why? For I am with thee to save thee and to deliver thee, saith the Lord. And I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked. And I will redeem thee out of the hand of the terrible. God said, Jeremiah, you're in for some hard days. But I got news for you. I'm going to take care of you. And, and, I, and I missed the main thing I wanted to give you. Let me give you this and I'm done tonight. I know I preached a while, but hallelujah, I love doing it. You know, I ain't going to apologize. Hallelujah. <laughs> verse number 12. This is where I, this, we'll end with this. Well, in verse 11 it says, The Lord said, Verily it shall be well with thy remnant. Verily I will cause the enemy to entreat thee well. You know, I, I'm going to take care of you, Jeremiah, in spite of their intentions. I'm going to use just like God did with Joseph. You meant it unto evil against me, but the Lord meant it unto good. God can uh, take the devil's checks and turn them into his checkmates. Can I get a witness? Why? Verse 12. Shall iron break the northern iron and the steel. That's, hard. That's a hard statement for us to understand. And it could mean that Israel could not resist the northern iron of Babylon. But in the context of what Jeremiah is talking about, I don't think that's what he has in mind. He's talking about the Lord's ability to deliver. And in other words, the iron of the enemy is no match for the northern iron of God. And why can we have confidence? That in these certain times, we don't have to become discouraged and despondent and defeated, but we can have confidence that God's going to bring us through it all and He's going to use the bad and, and, and make good out of it. And he can allow our light to, 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 to do more in darkness than it ever could do during the daytime. How do we know that? Because the iron of the north is stronger than the iron of our enemies. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? That no matter what goes on in this world, no matter what goes on in your life, no matter what kind of challenges face us from day to day, greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. We're more than conquerors through Him that loved us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Let's all stand tonight and we'll be dismissed. Father, I love you. God, thank you, Lord, for helping us this evening, God. And Lord, if I didn't get anything else, just knowing that not only is it going to be well for me and my life, but it's going to be well for my heritage, for my children. Lord, as long as I stay faithful to you, Lord, as long as I make sure that my life stays clean, Lord, when you reveal those wounds in my life, those putrefying sores, Lord, help me to, to deal with them before they get infected and, God forbid, before they become incurable. Lord, as long as I stay clean and, and, and live within, within and under the umbrella of your favor, God, you're going to take care of me. God, help me not to be distracted by all that's going on in my life and in the world. Help me to keep my eyes on Jesus. And Lord, knowing that if, I, if the God of Abraham and Moses and Isaac and Jacob, Lord, if you did it for them, you can do it for me. And you can do it for our church. Lord, use us during these days. Help us not to allow the difficulty of the day that we're living in to discourage us from pressing on and serving Jesus and making a difference in this lost and dying world. We love you and we praise you. We ask it in your name. Amen. You are dismissed.